Hi, and welcome back to My Atlanta Life. I'm Valerie, and in this episode, I'm going to be talking more about our medical summer, this time with the focus on myself. So this summer, I've had a few things going on. Um, They're not new situations for me, but they've gotten worse, and we've got new treatment plans in place, so I thought I would discuss both of them. Now last fall, I started having migraines along with ear pain in my right ear, um, some days of vertigo, and echoing really bad to where I couldn't decipher what people were saying, if there was any background noise at all. Um, I also had an issue with higher pitches, um, so like children laughing or or even just talking, being um, distorted to where I had a hard time understanding what was being said. So when I went to the ENT, which it was not the first time I'd been to one, I've been to several in the past, say, six years. Um, When I went to my the new ENT last fall, um, he really helped to try to figure out what was going on. He took my symptoms seriously. He looked at the whole picture instead of sending me on my way without any answers the way that other ENTs had done. After he found out that I had transient hearing loss, which just means it comes and goes with episodes of vertigo and pain, once he found that out, then um, I was diagnosed with Meniere's disease because I have, like I said, vertigo and pain and echoing and um, and it happens here and there. So once he found that out, he was able to diagnose me, but really there's not a whole lot that can be done. Um, that's quite disappointing, but I have found out ways to help myself, um, triggers that I have, and medications that help to kind of keep things at bay and not get out of hand um, to where, because when I, I would have vertigo and I would be stuck at home, I could not drive. Um, Walking was difficult because I would become dizzy and unable to stay balanced. Um, And so it was pretty debilitating. And so in order to keep the vertigo from happening, for me, the trick is to keep fluid levels down in my ear. To do that, I take Allegra every morning, which is just an over-the-counter medication, um, antihistamine, daytime, non-drowsy antihistamine. Um, When I notice that I'm starting to have any echoing, or I can feel fluid, or I have any vertigo, if I have any symptoms of excess fluid in my right ear, then I take a heavy-duty antihistamine at bedtime as well. Um, Generally, I have to take that for three or four nights, and then all my symptoms go away. Um, But if I am not able to for some reason, then I pay the price. Um, I ran out of Excedrin PM, um maybe a week and a half ago and that's what I had been taking for episodes and when I ran out 
slept and I waited maybe four or five nights uh, or days, you know, while I was looking at stores and not finding it and trying to take Benadryl, like one pill here or there, you know, just to see if that would help. And I've been having a big problem since doing that. So I pretty much know how to handle the situation, what I need to do, and if something prevents me from being able to do that, then I just sort of have to suffer through. But the the plan that I have in place now of what kinds of medications that I need to take are pretty straightforward. Um, the triggers that I mentioned having to avoid are things like light, um, so if if I notice that I'm having fluid in my ears, or ear rather, um, and I'm starting to feel a migraine coming on, then usually what I'll do is take like a migraine, over-the-counter migraine medication, which is just Tylenol, aspirin, and caffeine, um, that combination. I'll take that and I will try as much as possible to avoid going somewhere because I have a real bad light sensitivity to true sunlight. Um, even fluorescent lighting can be bothersome, but my pain is drastically reduced when I go inside. And and so I try to stay home on days when I notice that's going on. So that's how I deal with the Meniere's disease um, and migraine problem. And now moving on to my perimenopause and very heavy periods. Just before I got pregnant with my youngest, who is three and a half, um, I started having really heavy periods. And that's saying a lot for me because I normally have fairly heavy periods anyway. But when, right before I got pregnant with her, I had a very a couple very very heavy cycles and it concerned me but then I became pregnant and um, it was no longer an issue obviously after I had her um, I was breastfeeding exclusively and once my period came back when um, I believe she was between four and five months old um, it's it just was heavy it was pretty heavy and I went to my gynecologist and they basically said um, we can do an IUD or I mean like you know they looked at blood work and saw that I was not anemic I was not having any problem I was handling it okay so they left it up to me if I wanted to do an IUD which I did not want to do so a year went by and almost every cycle was very heavy and when I say very heavy, I mean um, clinically a heavy period is considered about 80 milliliters of blood loss, and I was close to 300 each cycle. So um, after a year of most cycles being very heavy, I went back to my doctor, and it was actually, it's a little confusing because the first doctor I spoke with was actually a new to me doctor because I was trying to find a practice that was closer to my house than my gynecologist of like 21 years. But um, I went back to my original doctor last summer and I spoke with her and she was basically like, we can do an IUD 
or you can have a partial hysterectomy or you can just put up with it the heavy periods I mean because your body's still handling it fine so my hemoglobin was fine all my you know all my blood work was fine so it was basically like up to me completely well before I could even really make a decision about any of it my husband got laid off from his job and of course with that job loss we lost his health insurance so I left everything alone and I just sort of struggled through um, but something happened last weekend that made it um, come right to the forefront again and that was having to call 911 and be taken to the hospital by paramedics and ambulance because I was hemorrhaging. I had started my period on Thursday evening. Friday was normal heavy and by Saturday afternoon um, I was getting ready to take my kids out and I changed my super plus tampon and when I left the bathroom I walked through my house and I was getting my purse and the tampon was full and so I went back to the bathroom I changed my tampon and I walked back again like okay that was kind of crazy that was really fast and it did it again so I was changing super plus tampons in under five minutes over and over and I went and t told my husband and my teenage son what was going on and it just kept happening and kept happening um, so they they did call 911 because I couldn't have even driven to a hospital um, it was just happening so fast so they came and checked me and my blood pressure was up and my heart rate was up but really those two things were that way because I was afraid I had never had that much bleeding before and I was scared that medically I was not okay. But as it turns out, thankfully I was okay. Um, they, The paramedic in the ambulance did an IV and it didn't even hurt at all, which was amazing. And when I got to the hospital, um, it was about a 10 minute drive, when I got to the hospital they drew blood from that IV. and. Everything was good. My hemoglobin was still okay. It was a slightly lower than normal, but nothing compared to what it could have been. And uh, then I got sent for an ultrasound in which they found everything normal. So they gave me Provera, or well, the ER doctor contacted my gynecologist and she wanted me to be put on 10 days of Provera, which is essentially progesterone which will do one of two things it will either help slow down a heavy period which is what I needed or it will help kind of kickstart a period so um, that was a Saturday I was given that and within an hour it was um, slowed down to less than my normal which was fantastic so I was sent home and I was fine um, the next day it was just sort of like a normal period, but not not heavy. And then Monday, I went and saw my gynecologist. She wanted me to continue the Provera for the full 10 days, but she said that after that, um, that I would probably start bleeding again, maybe three or four days after ending the Provera. So that was kind of strange to me, but that's what 
apparently happens. As we were talking, she was saying that my body handled all of the heavy bleeding and that was great, but she's concerned going forward. So if, you know, if I still have, um, five or 10 years of perimenopause, then this is not something that I'm going to want to have happen every month or every other month because over time my body might not handle it as well. Plus it's a major, major inconvenience. Like I would not have been able to leave my house to go and do anything. I would have just had to be in the bathroom for who knows how long. Um, so she gave me a couple options. One of course was the IUD cause that's what they always give us an option, but I don't know. I, I just can't, I can't agree to it. I am not normally squeamish, but for some reason, the concept of an IUD just really does not sit well with me. Um, so that was the first option. And another option, it was, um, to take Provera for 10 days every month, the same 10 days. And the third option was to take a birth control pill every day. So I went with the birth control pill option. And I've never actually taken birth control pills before, so I don't know what effect it's going to have on me. Um, we are done having children, so it's absolutely fine. I've had a tubal ligation, so it's not actually, the birth control's not going to really do anything other than just help me with the bleeding and, and with hopefully with my emotional well-being as well, because I've struggled with that for the last few years. So the birth control is a combination of estrogen and progesterone, and I'm not sure exactly how much of each, um, but it's supposed to be exactly what I need. So I'm supposed to take that starting on the Sunday after I start bleeding again after ending the Provera. So we will see how that goes. I already filled the prescription, so I have the birth control, and I only have a couple days left of the Provera. Um, but that is where I'm at with the heavy, heavy periods. And so it's been kind of a bumpy ride, but I think we may be onto something here and I will update eventually as I know more. I'm supposed to go back in three months and kind of check in with them and see where we wanna go from there. But that is how my summer, my medical summer has been. And my next episode will probably be about how I have handled taking over all the financial financial things uh, since my husband has had to be in the hospital and things like that. I've never dealt with the finances before this point in our marriage, so it's been interesting, and I look forward to talking about that in my next episode. I hope you're having a great day, and thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.